everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What up? What's up? What's going on? Happy New Year, everyone. Woo! Woohoo! As uh, <laughs> Vicky and Peter would say, woohoo! Oh my gosh, I am so here for that. Yeah, you guys, someone requested we speak about what Peter posted. And I'm not convinced it's Peter. He does have people running his stuff. Um, I hope it is. Um, but someone requested that we read it in Peter's voice. Oh, please. All right. So those of you that missed this on social media, um, all these articles about Steve Lodge. Steve Lodge. And uh, is engaged to, well, obviously a younger woman. I think she's 37. He, I don't know. Whatever. 20-year age difference. Who's counting at this point, especially in California? But uh, Peter Madrigal, otherwise known as the star of Encanto, um, posted, uh, V, get a better picker. That last guy was a cheater. And the guy before that was a lying liar. And before that was Don. Well, first of all, that was a, Don's a great guy. Um, you need to spark, you need spark in your love tank. I'm single. BTW, hello. Come to Sir Restaurant with your girls and let me host your return to being single and sassy. Woohoo! So let's all pray. Let's put our manifestations and our thoughts and wishes out into the universe. Um, whatever the next full moon is, whatever 1111 hits, that Peter and Vicky start dating. I am here for that. I'm here for a whole show about it. Me too. I really think this could be what, like you said, this is what Vicky's missing. And I think um, it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean. Definitely rooting for them. Yeah. So there you go, folks. That's the breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) What else is going on? Okay. We want to know who of you guys are going to Sandoval's next show on January 15th um, it's at the Canyon Club right? In yes because not- we will be there and we want to see you. I know a couple people we have two tables and I know a couple people I think I'm at their table and it should be fun and I, we want to know everyone that's going and maybe we'll meet up before or after or during let's make a thing of it yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we are wondering if like people wanted to, if we wanted to do like sugar taco that day, or if we wanted to do that, save that for another separate day. Like, let's get some things on and popping for sure. Yeah, I feel like because it's coming up so fast, and also, well, for me, it takes so long to get there, um, and then check in, get ready, and then our tickets say you have to be there by seven. Uh huh. So I feel like that could get real rushed. Yeah, I also think that we should do um, that another day. So, but let's put get a poll out there and see like what that day is and get that on the calendar too. Yeah, because I don't want to be rushed if we are meeting up with people. I don't want it to be rushed and be like, oh, yeah. I've got to go. Yeah, I don't want to be you like know. checking like the traffic app, you know, to be like, how long is it going to take us? Yeah, but I am probably going to go there then maybe the next day I was thinking I'd go there finally and then I'll swing by over to check the status on Schwartz and Sandy's yeah for, a, for sure in a couple months 
when was I there? October? So uh-huh. that was like two, three months after they filmed what we saw last night. And it looked the same. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. Yeah, for sure. So I listened to Lala's podcast today. Did you get a chance to hear it? No. It just dropped. Um, I'm quite impressed with her. She talked about her, she slid into a guy's DMs. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that's good for you. Get back on that horse. Yeah. And I guess that's the beauty of while well, they've been in a long term relationship, have a child. I guess that's also the beauty of not being married because they don't have to go through divorce court with, you know, I mean, I guess they'll still have custody issues, but. Yeah, she's dealing uh, with him for 18 years. Yeah, um, I love that she has this platform because you know he's listening. Yeah. And so basically everything you always want to say, but she can't and she's not speaking to him. Like she's basically saying it. She's like, if he only knew everything I knew, well, that's got to have him quaking in his boots. And Mm -hmm. just like, and then when she did the sex toy thing, best sex I've ever had in five years and eight months. Like it's just a girl's dream, you know, to be able to out it without having to deal with it. And then she said something today. Um, she goes, yeah, what I thought was the darkest time in my life. She goes, like, now I realize it's actually probably one of the brightest times in my life. So another slam. But also, I'm happy for her. And that reminded me, someone in our group posted, you know, post your thorn and rose of 2021. So I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And I was like, okay, what, you know, outside of, like, the world issues, let's just keep it personal. I'm like, what was my worst moment or thing in 2021 I was like I I literally had to think for a minute I'm like hmm I'm like oh that's right a breakup and I was like yeah that was the worst and then I was like what's my best I was like actually that was also my best (laughs) like yeah my thorn was my rose and I'm like oh my god I felt like Lala I felt like she was speaking directly to me today on her pod I'm like this is the brightest time in my life and I'm like the bullets we both dodged and how relieved we are and how and she was also saying, she's like, it's amazing once your blinders are off, what you see and what you saw all along and what you knew and how clear it is. And I'm like, are you inside my head? I'm like, it's just, yeah, you just realize how lucky you are. And um, yeah. she plans to write, this is what I'm really interested in, because y'all, I am mid-process of this book thing. She's writing, a num- she's already started her book number two, but she's like, you know, my life is different now because I'm a mother, so I have different perspectives. But also, that she goes, there was a lot of things I said in the first book that I couldn't elaborate on or give details or further explain because of the control issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She goes, but now I don't have those c- controls. So I, I feel like I need to explain a lot of things, which is mm, teaser, probably going to be a juicy book, probably won't, you know, what we really wanted. And uh, I was just thinking, I'm like, Randall is so sue happy and so NDA and so threatening with the season desists and all that. Like, I want to see how she navigates this. Like, do you talk to a, and you guys weigh in, if anyone's in publishing or a publishing attorney, how do you, you tell your truth and it's your truth and it's your story and you even have receipts for it. But what if the other person comes out and they're like, they're like defaming me or they're, it's, you know, he said, she said, like, how do you not put yourself in jeopardy for, you know, I, I don't know how that works. I need to look into that. Yeah. But I, I think her, 
I hope she comes out with a fast because I'm I'm gearing up. Um, but I thought that she would be a real tra- trailblazer in navigating that. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of times, like people will do that, and they just change, like they like they the story. You know, you know who it's like. Kristen did it. You know, where she, you know, she who she's right. talking about, and she just kind of switches it up a little bit. But anyone who knows knows. You know, that's a good point. But hmm. um, well, this is going to be fun. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So there's that. Um, she went to New Year's Eve at Jackson Britney's, along with Tom and Katie, Sassy and Bo, Kristen and Alex. Janet, which is weird because she started out as Sheena's friend, then latched on to Ariana, but now I guess she's on the Witches Weho train. I don't know. She was there. Mm-hmm. And then the others, Tom and Ariana and Sheena, Brock, and Raquel, were at Tom Tom. So, yeah. what'd you think of their um, New Year's Eve outfits? I saw that was a big thread in our group, and some, you know, some things made me laugh like people said Katie looked like she was in a Hamburglar costume (laughs) like it wasn't a body shaming thing it was just you know Katie and her choices right yeah and it just made me laugh with the hat and like the way she had her makeup I'm like oh my god I can see it yes (laughs) um yeah I the the picture was just yeah I don't know I don't have much to say except for it just seems like on par for how what they always do um, yeah. yeah, that's hilarious Stassi, about a lot of people were Katie. On, yeah. A lot of people commented on Stassi. Well, obviously she looked great as well. Um, they're like, she just has the same look for the last 10 years. And it really is. Like, she's not in her diaper jean shorts with the long white shirt. She's in the black and white thing. I mean, she looks great in it. But then someone said, and enough with the pigeon-toed red carpet stance. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just the little nuances people notice that you're like, she does do that every time. Yeah. It's like doing the, the model hunch or the booty pop. It's just, it's it's a strategy. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's like her legs are one of her best assets and she, yeah, she knows how to stand with them for sure. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of comments on Brittany's outfit too. Um, some of the stuff I didn't like. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much to say. Um, but yeah, you guys, if you, you have to join our Facebook group because I feel like there's been so many like awesome conversations this week where people are just like bringing up, you know, like a topic and everyone's just like chiming in, not in a negative way, like just a discussion thread. And it's so fun to read. Like if, you know, you have some downtime, you can thumb through it and it's awesome. The group is like really cool right now. Yeah, join it. Facebook, Banner Pump Rules Party, private closed group. So a lot of people go there when they are like people like me that their friends don't watch the show, so you can't relate. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Brittany, she posted another bike. Like, how many bikes do they have in that house now? I feel like that, like, has to be, like, a conflict, doesn't it? Right. Like, I mean, usually... I, I wouldn't want to be, like, the second bike she's advertising. I think this is, like, the fourth yeah. Plus the ones Jax does. I feel like like sometimes we had ads and they were like, okay, but you can't do like a direct competitor within 90 days or six months. Yeah. But with a big one, you know, like Peloton, I would imagine it'd be a little stricter. But, I mean, go get that money while you can. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also liked the shot that um, that somebody screenshotted off of Lala Stories. Um, Cruz Couchy is pulling on Ocean's um, he- like bow turban, and it's and like yanking her down, and it's like, oh, you know, tell me you're Jax's kid without telling me you're Jax's kid. You know, it's just <laughs> funny. Yeah, that was funny. Cute, funny little moment with the kids. So, um, oh, I already did this one. Um, just getting rid of pages here. I, I had some mishaps when I was like, just give me five minutes. I was ready, except for I'm always having printing issues. And you guys know I'm a printer. Holly said notes. I, I do when I'm in the sauna, I do it on the notes. But I just like to have printed shit. And I like uh, don't have a printer with ink. So that's my I would totally do that, too. But yeah. Oh, I have people coming up. Can I, I have to print my Poshmark label. Can I come over? I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's like I'm the only one left that's so dinosaur funny. With, a, with a printer. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's like it does something now where it, it prints it. It doesn't give it any spacing and it's like the font. So I have to then change the Word doc and do like size 76 font just to be like normal size font, which would be like 11 or 12. And then or it print, it's either really too small and then I like tried even bigger but then it looked like the grandma with that like remote control they advertise on infomercials it's yes like one giant row it's like okay this is ridiculous I will actually send a picture of how that printed because it was hilarious but as I was doing that I'm glad it happened when it did I was like maneuvering around between laptop printer reaching my I sit on a roller ball chair you know like a workout ball that's yeah. in a little frame but it's on wheels and now I'm on tile not carpet and like as I was reaching like the whole chair like rolled away from my ass and it like propelled me to the ground luckily um, developing like a Kardashian figure so I was like oh okay this is a little bumpy road um, but fortunately the ball had like slammed against the wall which then stopped my head from smashing against the tile all I could see was like a lifetime movie with like the pool of blood on the tile oh, like oh god spilling. okay well that would have been fun on the podcast yeah oh my but, gosh um another thing in our group i thought since we are going to be talking about brock and there's a lot of a lot of back and forth like we always like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and obviously we know all the cringy stuff and it is good that he you know you know owns it and admits it but um i did want to uh, talk about what someone posted because they're in Australia and they said that the Australian borders were lifted in December although let's keep in mind that was just a couple days ago December mm-hmm. um, but they've been open to citizens and their families and without quarantine so it is possible now um, they said there's no government that pays you child support but there is extra assistance for low income which you know like here I'm sure that's like WIC or food stamps and you know so I, I get that um, or like isn't it here like the deadbeat dad law I think Clinton passed where the government will garnish your paychecks to make up for back support something I mean I know that's a thing I, I yeah I don't know so I mean that would make more sense but here's what I thought was interesting they said there is a law there where government can stop you from leaving the country if you owe child support Ooh. So that would make mo- the most sense. Like, they can't risk that. Yeah. Him getting stuck there, not only away from Sheena and the baby, but his every all his work. 
mm-hmm. he'd lose all of that money. Um, but ultimately, and he has said this on her podcast several times, he can't do any of this until the baby mama and or his ex-wife, let's give her a proper title here, um, and her, you know, husband who is raising his children talk and agree to it and are amicable. Like that has to happen first. Right. And Which she makes had, sense. Yeah. And she had said, let's talk once you're caught up. So he's not caught up yet. He said he thinks this year he'll be able to pay it off. And that makes sense because what you guys may not realize is he hasn't been paid yet for Vanderpump. They pay after the whole season airs. And so he's probably not going to get his check from this season for a couple more months. Therefore, I think he'll be, I think he said he owed about 20 grand. He'll be able to pay that off and then start the process of making amends. And uh, so that's where that's at um you know and even so his check's not going to be that big you know it's not going to be more than 50 grand but i don't even think it's going to be that it's probably going to be like 30 yeah i mean so much of the season's about him but they just don't pay that on your first year yeah i do that's that's rough it's rough though and it's it yes why are you spending money on we'll talk about the credit card thing and the 25k which wasn't Yes, we can make excuses and justifications. And yes, oh, you had money for your business and money for the... Yes, it's all horrible and cringy. And what are you going to do? It's just like, well, fix it. Do better, as he would say. Do better. Um, yeah. I guess we just have to wait and see if he does. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's why so much of today, tonight's, or last night's episode was Sheena basically telling everyone that it's a possible... Hmm. Like Lala, Lisa, you know, to be like, hi, how are you doing? We're signing our prenup tomorrow. We're signing our prenup tomorrow. It's like, she wants everyone to know, look, he's not coming after me. I'm not going to lose my, you know. And I think that was important for her to say and let everyone know, you know, because that's what people are speculating. He's just, he came, he attached herself for fame or for money. And so... You know, I'm glad she's invested with him and supported him, but not too much. Like, 10K, I think that's totally acceptable. Would I want her seeing seeing her invest any more? No, not right now, until they know if they've got another season, until they know if this app's going to make any kind of profit. She's got three rents to pay right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think she's paying for everything. I, I mean, like, he, the things that he's talking about are, like, mm-hmm. like that's not even, like, a, a, a life thing that you pay for. You know what I mean? Like, to survive. Like, who's paying all the things? Just, like, she's paying all the rent and all the, the house things. That's a huge... Like, if I had someone paying my rent, that would I would have so much money. You know, yeah. like, that would be so... I don't know. There A couple of things were just, like, mm, I guess... We should start an OnlyFans for our feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I just binged Miami, so I'm all I'm all about this. Uh, watching this, oh, oh my God! They, I mean, Larsa, I guess she had to call OnlyFans because she was trying to upload something, but it was right after the first episode dropped, and like the site crashed because so many new subscribers went to her OnlyFans. That's amazing. Yeah. And she says she doesn't show anything. It's just, you know, 
you get to talk to them and like exclusive sexy pics but like not nudity yeah so yeah I mean I started it I put my footprints in the snow as you saw so that's my teaser yeah nice that's some (laughs) great content man (laughs) someone suggested we make a VPR like a full menu for well what I will call Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill um I think that's a great idea. I think we we kicked it off tonight with the Randall sandwich. That was so funny. Oh, my God. And I think we can um, come up with something great because both you and I are experienced in menu design and creation from yeah. grade school. Yeah. And I think that they could use our help. And it's kind of how I felt when they were meeting with Lisa. I was like, basically, you guys are about as far as Holly and I were in second grade. Yeah. You, you got a, an idea and a theme, maybe a name, and then maybe a couple sandwiches in your, in your head. Oh, I got a business. I was like, hmm, should we think about maybe the demographics or the business or that? But anyways, we'll talk about that when we get there. Yes. <laughs> Anything oh. else going on with you? Oh, um, No, just I, I'm like, I was just helping Ronnie with her homework and like I literally feel like... I need a tutor already, and she's only in second grade. I'm just like, I'm yeah. so puzzled by the questions that are asked, and like, I feel like she's already doing geometry, and like, I, I I'm like ready to tap out. I'm like, that, that's nope, not gonna happen. Like, I was great in math until like I peaked in third grade with the multiplication table. I like mastered that shit. Yeah, and a- after that, it was all downhill. Like, I just got stuck on like literally shapes. Like, I was like, like it was, oh. I don't know, like I was. I need to no. brush. You know, you have to brush up on that crap. It's like, what? Like, it wasn't, and it wasn't just like square, rectangle, triangle. It was like a quadrille, so, something. I, I don't even know. Oh my gosh. It's yeah, scary. but we're uh, jumping into Ronnie's busy season of all her competitions and all that stuff. So that's what we're over here working on. And Daisy's like super fun and wild. So. Just surviving every day over here. <laughs> and she already has homework, like geometry homework, and it's only Wednesday. I know. I know. It's crazy. Like, of the first week back. That's crazy. Yeah. Cray, cray. All right. Got a couple birthdays, and then let's get into it. Okay. Um, January 1st was Michelle Wallen. Today, January 5th, is Jennifer Cripps. She turns 39 and sadly is homesick. Oh, no. Yeah, so I told her, I feel y'all. I'll think of you when I cough because I myself am getting over a cold. Um, so I wanted to do today versus last night because I just needed one more day. Mm-hmm. I asked for the five minute when you're ready so I could have my honey tea ready. I know, I've got, I have tea too. All right. Also today, January 5th, is Amelia Callen. And January 7th is Veronica Avina. January 8th is Denise Pennington-Boldman. She turns 50. January 9th, Jamie Beardsley turns 40. Nice. Lots of milestones. And January 10th is Helen Margaret Buckley. So happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. Oh, I have a note here. Someone also suggested uh, the name Sandwiches of WeHo. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, 
it wouldn't work because it's Ariana in the mix and also they're not in WeHo, but that would have been gold. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. F- yeah, I feel like the name they should have worked on the name a little bit more, but whatever. I did zoom as quick as I could to GoDaddy.com to see if I could buy the um, domain, and um, but apparently someone else has it, not even Katie and Ariana. So the saw or something about her. Um, something about her. Dot com. Are they okay? So they don't even have the sah domain either. No, yeah, they've they've got to they have to buy it from somebody. Like mm-hmm. I could have submitted like the thing to buy it from the person who has it probably pretty easily, but I thought, eh, I'll I'll let Katie get it. Something about her. What is? Oh, it's just not developed, so there's no business there yet. It's just taken. Yeah, like someone has the that that website. Okay, you know everyone was like. Sounds like a lingerie store or a movie or a perfume, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I mean, we'll talk about it as that airs. Yes. So. All right, so we have the opening scene of Katie walking into Lala's. And right now I'm so immune to, like, Katie's outfits that nothing, I don't even notice. But yeah. I did get a text from someone going, she needs an intervention. What is going on? So I had to pay attention the second time I watched it because I was in bed watching it last night. I was like, what? And it was like nothing horrendous. It was fine. It's like you're just chilling. You're going over to your friends. It was like these zebra leggings that were kind of flared. And then she had this man t-shirt, like crew neck, like a Hanes man t-shirt. Like, and then, which I get if you're like doing the comfort wear, but then she added like nine silver necklaces to it. So that kind of takes away from the comfort because I was going to ask you this, because I don't usually wear necklaces because they end up irritating me because I always get caught in my hair, the back yeah. of my hair. Yeah. snarl up. Does that happen to you? Yeah. I I don't like a lot of jewelry either. Like our earrings will, same thing, like my hair will like twist around them. So I prefer just like a stud and like one necklace if I'm going to do something. But I love the way jewelry looks on other people yeah. and I always want to wear it. But then, yeah, I, it ends up just not working. Yeah, I love, like, Gina on OC this, this season, like, her necklace body jewelry story. I, I'm liking that. Yeah. I just don't think I could do it. Yeah. But she has short hair. And I guess Katie has short hair. But I just can't get down with the crew neck because, A, it's so uncomfortable to me. Like, I just can't have anything that high up on my neck. And then also, it's not flattering. Like, I look like a linebacker and, like, a man. I, you need, like, a V or a scoop or something. Yeah. So I'm just, she just didn't do herself any justice by yeah. wearing this boxy man's Hanes t-shirt. But again, not her biggest foul. We've seen much worse. Yeah. Still confused. And that's like kind of like the style right now. I don't know why, but it is. It's weird. Yeah, but the style is also crop tops and they're everywhere, like even Target. And I'm like, God, this is so cute. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> it doesn't mean I wear it. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Um, I've also become just indifferent and immune to the Lala boob pump scenes. Now, I'm trying to remember, have we seen many? Yeah, it just dropped. I know, it's just like, yeah. like I literally haven't moved. Me neither, yeah, weird. Okay, uh, so I was asking. Yeah, what were you seen, saying? If we've seen Sheena having all these scenes with the boob pumps on her boobs. Uh, a few, I feel okay. like. I just couldn't remember. 
I feel like we just keep seeing it with Lala. Yeah, like she was doing it and she's like, nothing's coming out. And her mom's like, nothing's coming out. Yeah, she had a couple scenes like that. Okay. I just kind of block all that shit out. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, she discusses how now that she's a mom, sex doesn't happen that much. And what used to be a lot of blowies, she just doesn't want anymore. She doesn't want that in her mouth. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, it's hard watching all of these scenes because it's just like we know what's coming. Kind of like it's hard to watch like Raquel and James, you know, it's like foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was thinking about that, you know, the timing, because before the reunion, they make you watch everything. And everyone was saying, you know, we were just with them at Disneyland or we were just out with them. You know, what if she's just finished watching the episodes because I heard they broke up the day before the reunion. Maybe that's when she finished watching and she truly, like Lala and myself, saw the truth without blinders on and was like, oh my God, there's all this controlling behavior and he's holding me, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, she saw it on screen and it was like a wake-up call for her. Yeah, I can't wait to hear, like, what the the reason is. Like, what, you know, what was the, the last yeah. straw? Yeah. Um. I just want to warn you guys, I'm having a problem with my computer charger. Like, it's been on, like, the, a thread for, like, a while, but now I cannot get it to charge at all. So we are working without a charge right now. But I, I have a full bar, but just in case, um, I have to get a new charger. You know, like, when it gets all frayed and, like, burnt? Yeah. That, yeah, that's where I'm at. You can get a little adapter thing at any of the electronic stores. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab one. Or just a power cord off of Amazon. Just make sure you get the right one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, okay, sorry. Back to it. So, where are Katie, we? Katie said they want to ask Randall to invest. Oh, God. He wanted to invest. Everything okay? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just commenting on, like, the fact yeah. that they're going to ask Randall. And, like, you know he wants to invest with the boys because he wants to be part of the boys and part of the group and bleh. He doesn't give a shit about Katie and Ariana's sandwich shop. No. Um, and Lala says, all he needs is a sandwich named after him because, you know, he's probably not going to have a boy. And that's like wh- exactly what you were saying, like how prophetic that is, like foreshadowing of, whoa, he's yeah. probably not. Well, not with her. Not with her. Maybe another one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, when they said that, I was just like, no. Like, come on, girls. You don't need to ask Randall. Don't do it. I just... I, I, that's, uh, that's the thing. Like, you're not ready to open a business if you you haven't done all of these things yet. Like, you pitch a location, pitch a demographic, pitch an idea, a business plan. Like, you're just, oh, I have an idea. Let's go ask for money and then we'll figure it out. Like... I, I also do really more. love the idea of like two women like starting something from nothing. You know what I mean? Like I would I just think it would be so cool if they started with maybe like two signature sandwiches or something. Like if that's truly their dream, like start small, do it yourself and like go. You know, like I, I wish that we weren't asking Randall, but we'll see how it plays out. Right. And there are, you know, small business loans and women, yeah. small boat, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't have to open, like, Villa Rosa in the first, you know, like, they could work up to it, too. Right. 
Yeah, I have my theory on concepts, but I'll talk about it when we're talking in that, you know, another riveting scene at Villa Rosa. Yes. So then we're over at Tom Schwartz's, and he has James over so they can DJ in the kitchen, and he can learn how James, like, bosses a crowd. I don't know. I love how James rolls in with all his equipment, and Tom's like, oh, blah, 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 and James is like, Schwartz, shut the door. Don't let the dogs get out. And I'm like, they're his dogs, his house. And I'm like, this is how everyone babies Schwartz. Like, even James, is. it's not even his house, and he's, like, taking care of Schwartz's responsibilities for him. Yeah. And once again, like, it was like we had to do, like, a dog scene. You know? It's like, Schwartz, just open the door for him, let him in, and shut the door, and then we don't have to do a dog scene. <laughs> he needs... Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then... James is uh, so Schwartz is going on about how he misses his buddy and James looks totally bored and checked out he did a U and he just starts looking on his phone yeah (laughs) well because it was ridiculous it was like why are you going to invite someone over and then start talking about like something else and like and like stupidly talk about it you know it was just like I I mean my ADD kicked in and I was just like "I, I can't look at you stumbling on these lines like I, I ha- yeah I, I, I think I looked at my phone on this scene I was just like ugh so then he's like okay well just tell me what you do in a club you know when bottles are popping girls are twerking shots are taken and he's like oh hi folks uh, I hope you're having oh I hope you're having a good time there you know boys and girls and James is just cracking up and he's like what do you do when someone wants oh can you play my wedding song and he's like Oh boy, you betcha I can, but I can't right now. I don't have that on my playlist, you know, but I, I sure will next time. We'll get you, buddy. You know, James is just like, stop. Yeah. You don't take requests. But then that reminded me when we saw him with the triplets, and the triplets, act, we watched the triplets, one of them walk up to James and ask for a request. And James literally said, I, I don't normally do requests, but for you, I will. And that's when the triplet, um, requested now uh, had the time of the dirty dancing song. I mean that's that was hilarious it's an interesting choice yeah like talk about odd demographics like that's what came to your mind Billy Bob Brandon he was having the time of his life and he just wanted to hear that song or maybe like like IG story it except for his phone his flip phone so it couldn't story it but he thought oh this would be the background music since I don't have IG I can't select the song so if they play it in the background and then someone else has it in their story like oh I don't know oh my gosh if he had like a camcorder with them yeah <laughs> or a flip camera like the old school ones yeah oh my god that's hilarious so, uh, oh well <laughs> shout out to them because I, the rumor was Schwartz's dad is sick or not doing well. So yeah, that's I hope horrible. He, I heard that. I hope he is doing well, and I hope the triplets are doing well, and I hope we hear positive news news on that. Yeah, for sure. So then they notice. So James, while he's on his phone, he's like, "Oh my God, Sandoval Brock just posted," and so then he suggested posting one of the shorts, just saying, "Fuck you, Tom and Brock." Okay, that was funny. Like, thank God James, you know, picked up the comedy relief in that scene. But this irked me once again. You know, it's like, 
really like we're gonna do a storyline of you seeing each other's photos while you're filming opposite times like they're it's just so dumb um it was like when they went to vegas the boys and then the girls retaliated with them making out with each other exactly it's like come on yeah it's been done i did like when they panned over to sandoval working out i thought it was ariana because they started from like the legs up and there was like (laughs) these really trim little petite like you know dream body girl and i'm like oh god she's just look at her legs and then it pans up it's like oh shit that's tom that's hilarious no i love their little workout room i think like i i get why everyone wants to go over there it's super cool looking i like the vibe um brock was super excited to show off his vibrating foam roller um and yeah it looks fun to work out over there you know i want one of those tonals what? I don't want a, I don't want a mirror. I want a tonal. What? What the hell is that? It's the thing you put on the wall, and it's got the cables, but it's like magnetic, like oh, magnetic. Oh so yeah, knows yeah, yeah. Your resistance. So it's, it's very much like Pilates, right? Like what yeah. we did with Fit. Yeah. But it's, it's like it doesn't take up the space, and you can do so many different things with it. But they have them at Nordstrom, so I looked. I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's like three to four thousand. Oh yeah, that would be cool though. Yeah. Yeah, I Oh, it was like three to four thousand and then it was like was it fifty bucks a month for membership as well? Like Peloton, how they make you buy the expensive piece of, you know, equipment, which really you can only do one thing on bike or treadmill. I'm like, yeah. you can only do one thing and you have to pay for the membership too. I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, I ha- I know some people that are like, you know, diehard Peloton riders, like, and that's what they do. That's cool. But yeah, I, I know myself and I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would, um, that wouldn't work. No. Maybe I put the, myself in a class with other people. But maybe the no. treadmill, but I, I don't think I could do the bike. I guess you could go to, you know, like Equinox had that where you could do those programs and, and see if it actually worked for you the way you would work in a class yeah I just never did it because I just didn't think it would yeah so that's about it I still want a rowing machine though I think I could do that a lot yeah I mean some of the things things would be great like watching TV and so you don't feel so you know like wasted time-ish but yeah they take up so much space and then also because like when I'm home in Minnesota my mom's got a bunch of shit and it's like I'm the only one that uses it and or Michaela and it's so loud like the treadmill like you have to turn the TV up to like volume 200 to be like to overcome for the the treadmill sound you know yeah (laughs) yeah 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 but so then we have Sheena talking to Lala and this made me sad because she was like yeah Brock told me like I had plans this weekend I was supposed to do my live podcast in Huntington Beach and I'm like, oh, well, you're supposed to go to that. It was at Sea Legs on the Beach. Mm-hmm. Still bummed that didn't happen. I hope they still try to do it another time, maybe this summer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Lala keeps bringing the shit up, and that's where Lala's getting crap. Because, like, we get past it, we move on, and then she brings it up again. So she brings it up here in her confessional. She brings it up again to Katie, like... He wanted Rand and I to pay for that. Like, did he, though? Was that just editing? Because 
I mean, Brock explained it on Sheena's podcast, and it made sense to me. I mean, do I think maybe was there a part of him wondering if, like, you know, Randall, once they change it to a movie theater, would Randall just arrange that because he's got connections? Sure, maybe he was thinking that. But he says he wasn't. Who knows? But Lala keeps bringing this up and then making it so clear, like, he expected us to pay for blah, blah, blah. Like, he said um, why he didn't get back to her assistance when they had, you know, they're like, okay, we found a, a supplier for food or whatever. They just need your credit card. And he went radio silence. Well, he said at that point, that's when the venue said, oh, we can't because the new COVID. That's when COVID kicked in again. Mm-hmm. And now they, the city required a permit, which was like $20,000 that clearly production wasn't going to pay. And he's like, I couldn't do it. I can't spend twenty k on a, just a permit. So he's like, I didn't have a venue. He's like, so I just spaced it out and didn't get back to them because before I can do anything, I have to have a venue and a date. Yeah. So that's how he explained that. So if you guys are interested, the last podcast, Sheena and Brock, he, he goes through all of it. And you can believe him or not believe him, but if you're looking for more details and explanation, it's there. And, it, you know, it's interesting. So I you just know. have like such a reaction listening to him talk. I, I don't know. I, I've tried. I've tried to listen to him explain everything, and I can't do it. Yeah. So I just read the recaps because. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it's tough to defend, and it's all cringy, and there's like holes, places, and there's justifications, and then there's like, oh, he did this great podcast, but then he went on another one, and said I didn't grow up having to suck dicks for or sell my cookie like ooh see you just took two steps back now you know Mm -hmm. and Sheena even called him out on that and she even played that clip she's like you can't say you know this is wrong so she thinks it's cringy too it's nothing you know we're we're all not alone on that so you know he, he needs some filtering some editing not just you know verbally but like Mentally, like it doesn't matter how you edit your speech, if that's still your thought process, you know, that's still, yeah, shaking my head, cringy. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, 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 uh. Tom Spar, yes, I mean, not a lot happened here, just basically they brought over the contractor who did the garden at Tom Tom and. He's like saying three to four months, and they're like, "We need it now." And I don't know. Yeah. Um, again, like it's just it's hard to watch because you can tell that the Toms are they don't know exactly what they're doing. Still, like we're not seeing much of a like a growth in like business sense from Tom Tom, where they didn't know what they were doing. We're going into another place where they don't know what they're doing. They have these lofty dreams of lowering the ceiling and doing this and adding this and it's you know again it's just like okay like is that gonna happen like did they do they know anything about like it just doesn't I don't see a lot of growth like again like I would never go I would never go to them for business advice and be like you know this is the second bar you guys have opened like how'd you do it like I would never ask them that I would ask Lisa or I would ask this Greg dude you know yeah, and is it necessary? Like, they're wanting this grand... It's like, well, you're not Lisa Vanderpump opening up at Caesars, Exactly. Right? You, like, start where you can, and then maybe your next venture, you find a venue that, you, you know, you, you 
grow up into that. Yeah. And and they keep on like talking about like the vibe and this and that. And it's like, I feel like when the Toms are magical together, they do create a vibe. And I feel like kind of like with the sandwich shop too, I feel like they could do that starting, you know, and like working their way up and like adding things as they go. Um, I don't know. I would just really applaud that more than trying to spend a bunch of money to I don't know it just yeah. I mean I hope it all works out I, I feel like it told a lot when Ken and Lisa walked in a little bit later I'm jumping ahead but you could see their faces just going like oh my god like they are so in over their head and this is so like it's like it's dumb it's stupid like they're making a mistake with how they're acting you know yeah they should be in construction mood right now right now they're still in the dream mode you know yeah. like what if we had a fairy tale bar what yeah. if you know which is fun like I'm sure that it's so fun to sit there and like draw up your plans you know like when we were in second grade it's so fun to sit there and imagine like what your booths would look like or what the countertops would be or you know the vibe of the cafe but I, again it's like it's kind of hard to watch when this is the second time we've gone through this yeah yeah, and they couldn't, like, I know, I guess this is the next time they go there at the progress party, but, like, you could just clean off one booth or put a couple chairs out, like, yeah, you I saw could, some of those tables, you, was, you could just moved a couple things. They could have moved some of the, and it would have looked so much better. It really would have. Like There's it, that but, whole balcony or patio. They could have moved some shit out there. Just, but, like, you could, like, they really didn't. And, like, when they walked in, like, they were all standing. Like, that is so, like, that's party 101. You have some chairs out. Yeah. Especially with people showing up in heels and. Yeah. Where was Charlie? Why was she? She's been MIA. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. So we flip over to Raquel and James, and I thought this was cute. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, he's James is like, I can't believe you thought we could just spend one hundred and fifty dollars on flowers. And she's like, Well, I don't know how much flowers cost. Like maybe she was thinking like at Albertsons you can get like three bundles for ten. They'll just get a bunch of those. Yeah. Um, but probably the place is gonna have like, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of with Brock on this. Like, they just had a three-day, like, Rochella engagement party. Do they need a three-day engagement party? Or, or, like, he's like, we've got something planned for every day. Like, how many days are there? Like, it's I mean, I am I was looking at it, like, from, like, the production standpoint. They're probably like, look, we'll shoot there. You know, here's the time that you have. Go ahead and plan what you want to do in that. And so she's just planning her party and planning other shit to do to like fill the time but yeah it does yeah. seem like very excessive and um but yeah. i feel like it's no different than what other people have done with their weddings and she's probably just like trying to follow the vanderpump rules handbook of how to do it well, so however if you think about jackson Brittany, he proposed on the beach at a walk-up stand and their their engagement party was just dinner a buffet dinner yeah they rented they had that location though right i mean yeah it was it was just a dinner though you're right three days but they also didn't have covid and all the filming restrictions so they they had to shuttle in and everything i thought that was excessive yeah true true um 
but yeah, it's, and I guess I, maybe it wouldn't be as cringy if we knew that they were still together, but it's like, it really hurts. Like it hits you right in the heart when you're like, they aren't even together like this. That was it. That was, that was all they got, you know, whatever is going to happen on this trip is that's it. Well, and that, you know, how we've heard the theory of production really push this Sheena Brock marriage thing. Production also twofold, trying to get their bang for their buck at this location. Also, they're wrapping up. They're realizing not a lot happened this season. We need some drama. So let's try and push them to get married. We can push on Brock because he's the newbie. He has to do what we say. Let's try and get this in there. It'll create drama. We can... I mean, I have to say it's pretty brilliant. Like, I'm not mad at the concept. I think it's interesting. It's shady. It's like everything that we want from this show. But... um, Yeah, it's like a showrunner rubbing his hands together like an evil Scooby-Doo. It's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did want to say, or I did, like, you know, on how cringy this gets with Brock just pushing this you have to also realize there's a production angle and he's getting pushed on with some of these ideas and uh, things. So, you know, two sides of coin, I guess. Um, even w- even having that in my mind as I was watching the episode, it's still, there's so, like, reading in between the lines of everything that happens, it's still, mm-hmm. even if he was forced, it still is extremely hard to watch. Like, oh, oh, 100%. M- man. Yeah, even if it's secret, they pulled the secret off, which they would never do because production's there. They're going to be like on The Bachelor on the show Unreal. They're going to be whispering in everyone's ear. Well, and how, like, how did how did each of them feel when they were included in like other things that happened? Like, I just couldn't imagine how bad that would hurt everyone's feelings too. Like to find out like, Oh, I guess I wasn't, you know, that special to be included in the secret. You know what I mean? Like it it would just, it seems like it would hurt everyone's feelings. Yeah. 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 I think he was new. It was a way to get, you know, especially if they're paying by how much screen time you get, by episode um, is a way to secure more story, more episodes, more money. It was a way you're also new to production and you feel vulnerable, right? You, you got to please the bosses. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not an OG. You're, you're not the leader of the pack. No one really is safe at this point on this cast, but you know, someone with, a, you know, like with Sheena or Santa, well, they're going to have a little more street cred on, on set to be like, no, I'm not doing that. But Brock, not not so much yeah so so it's still his choice at the end of the day to do it or not to do it um so we will see tbd i mean obviously we we know what happens and what doesn't but you know or or maybe you don't because you don't follow social media (laughs) yeah um i mean i'm still like totally excited to see how it all plays out i think it's an it's it's the most conversation that we have had in our Facebook group since the beginning of this season. I feel like whatever, um, and if I was Brock, I would be proud of, that's one thing I would be proud of is it's like, you know what? He did something different. He's controversial. Um, you know, and that's really doing your job as a reality personality. So, you know, embrace it, whatever he's getting hate. He's, I feel like he's trying to handle it the best he can, you know, with, you know, apologizing or, you know, yeah. humbling himself. 
Um, I feel like he's kind of figured out that little formula, though, so I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, quite I, honestly, without Brock and Lala, and I was skeptical of Lala coming back. I didn't think she was needed. I didn't think she was relevant. But really, without Brock and Lala, there was no season. Like, Schwartz and Sandys, do we really, that's going to carry the season? And, and even... Um, Yes, yeah, that's not going to carry it. And even James and Raquel on their own, it's just not interesting enough. And we've talked about his alcohol problem now for three seasons, you know, and him maybe quitting pot. It's just not, it's not bringing me to the next episode with excitement. This storyline is, I, I, it's good because it's going to rev him up. It's going to get James going, which is always good, but he needs to get mad at something and that something is Brock. Yeah. Oh, man, though. Was this more for... I mean, I hope James stays on his path. But this scene, when he's literally... He's, you know, talking to Raquel's sister and, you know, about the pot. And it's like he couldn't quit it on the day he said because a girl at Sir, like he shamed her, came down with COVID. And uh, so I had to quarantine for a day. Like, A, since when is quarantine just a day? B, you're... You've got a film crew and Raquel's sister, and none of you are wearing masks. So, is this really the quarantining, or did you film this like a week or two later? Like, I was confused that you couldn't go a day without smoking pot, but just own it. Just being like, you know what? I don't want to. I'm not ready. Cool. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of what the sister was saying. But this was, he's like, well, I, you know, they were talking about Raquel was saying, you know, he's two years sober and she's proud. And the worst thing James said, he was like, yeah, you know, I did that for us, you know, literally for us. Aren't you happy? It's like, whoa, you did that for us. No, you're, I haven't been to AA, but I know that you have to do it for yourself, right? You have to hit rock bottom. You have to, it has to be for yourself, not for anybody else. Yeah. So he did it for them. So now they're broken up. What is that going to mean for him? Yeah. I mean, yes, that should be a bonus. He did it for them, but he ha- ultimately has to do it for himself. And the bonus is it helps their relationship. But I don't know. This could be a slippery slope, and I'm not wishing that for him. I'm just concerned. Yeah. Basically, mainly because that statement he made. And, you know, it really leads into what Brock called him out on, too. It's just take ownership. You don't have to make excuses. Just say, I was stressed out. I needed it or I wanted it. Like, stop justifying. And he just went from zero to 3,000 in one flat second when Brock really was trying to be his friends, uh, his friend. And, you know, I know a lot of people are like, is Brock his friend? Like, you guys, like, they spent so much time together during the pandemic. That was, like, their main couple. They were constantly in San Diego, constantly in Palm Springs, at the casinos, like, They were very, very good friends. So I thought it was, you know, fitting for Brock to just say, hey, mate, just, you know, just own it and it's fine. And James just flipped out. But that's later. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love I'm loving the sister. I hope we see more of her. Yeah. Like, I want to know what she's thinking. I really like Kate, too. Like her. She's just. um she's a great person to bounce off of because us as the viewer we're skeptical we're skeptical of you know james and raquel and just to see her face and you know her reaction when they say things like it's like oh okay we're not the only ones that feel this way you know 
Yeah. All right. The main scene. Another session at Lisa's where she doles out some advice. Yes. This is a fresh idea of a scene. Let's go to Villa Rosa and talk about how Lisa can help their new business ideas. Let's drink some sangria that she made fresh. <laughs> Lisa's not tea. Yeah. All right. So Katie's like, well, I want it to be feminine, like European, like European sandwiches. And like, okay, I'm just going to go down a little rabbit hole here. My experience with European sandwiches, it's like, a big baguette and it's got like some cheese and meat in there and like you get them at the train station you get them on the train you get them at every patisserie and it's like it's not necessarily feminine I'm thinking she's confusing is she thinking like Lisa like English tea party like the little crustless sandwiches like tea sandwiches I don't think so because she's using the emoji of a baguette okay I mean, I don't really get feminine from those sandwiches, but okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, the the gas station and 7-Eleven sandwiches we get here, you know, in the little, like, triangular thing with it, you need, like, peel the thing off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, that. the baguette, that's the equivalent of the baguette. I mean, they're much. it's much better, obviously, but that's, like... You get that everywhere. That's their version of the, the gas station sandwich. So, on a I mean, freaking fresh baguette. Oh yes, it's so good. That's amazing. Everywhere, and it's like crispy on the outside, like crispy and chewy, and then light and fresh and delicate on the inside. Like, oh my god! Remember kind of how like Grimaldi's uh, pizza crust is? How it's like crispy and chewy, and yeah, like, it's a li- little bit of everything. Yes, that's the European baguette, but that's just everywhere. It's just standard, and it's so good. But I wouldn't say it's, like, super feminine. It's just... Oh, no. Just me. Um, so then Ariana went into some, like, Beyonce, Jay-Z thing, and I just kind of was like, what is she talking about? I'm like, cool, okay. But th- then I paid attention when she's like, yeah, and it's like, the me and Tom show, I run that shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. This um scene, I was like... I didn't know, like, if I should feel, like, if I should, like, cry for Katie, like, tears of happiness that she's, like, you know, standing up on her own two feet and going to do it on her own, you know, like that, or if I should be, like, extremely concerned, like, that this is, like, literally a cry for help. It was, like, both of those things for me. I was happy for her and also terrified. I mean, it made sense and you, like, fell for her and, um, for her and empathize like this is her baby like she doesn't have what her friends have and she she shut pushed out of the business side of things and she's not working and but a lot of this is choice too you know you see other people hustling yeah you know I mean she's doing her podcast but I don't know you know much else of what she's doing even Stasi that was fired and shunned is seems like hustling more or doing more um, Sheena certainly is, and Sheena's got a baby and hustling like a mofo. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I want her to have this, and I want it to totally. be totally like I. I felt like as she was sharing, you know, about how, you know, she wants to have something to get up and like be busy doing. I thought like she was kind of like describing Lisa, 
You know, like how Lisa's always like, I have yes. to go now. Like she wants to like have, she just wants to go and like oversee things and have, you know, a schedule of where she needs to go and get that done. Um, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know if, you know, the one sandwich shop is going to fulfill that for her. You know, if she's going to have to really get in there and work, if that's going to be her thing or I don't, a TBD, you know, I don't know. So here's the thing. There are so many, it's just such a random idea and like here in San Diego there's this place called Morning Glory and you can like it's always a wait you can't make reservations but it's super girly and feminine it's like a super brunch place day bar rooftop and that is a thing like that's the uber feminine like frilly kind of you know brunch that's where girls want to go they want to meet their other girlfriends there I don't know that a girlfriend wants to like let's go to this funky sandwich shop or there's another place down here um, I don't know if it's still open but it's like an underground and you have to find you know the the way to open the door you know like a Scooby-Doo episode and then it goes in <laughs> it's like at Alice in Wonderland it's like you're just like whoa and like something like that like that is along the lines of what they're describing like unapologetically feminine girly frilly whatever like that I can see and it doesn't have to be at a nightclub or a bar but it could be like that day bar kind of concept where there are drinks there's going to be like a mimosa bar and this along with sandwiches like but they just keep saying like sandwiches and here's one of my problems it's like it's LA who's your demographic okay you said feminine so girls what girls in LA are eating sandwiches you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I spent a lot of time working there with models and playmates and fashion entertainment people. All the photo shoots we did, no one ate a single carb. They're like, okay, well, we'd break for, for lunch. Take everyone's order. I need a, you know, skinless bonus chicken breast with a side of broccoli. Nothing on it. No salt. Maybe a, a lemon wedge. Like, who's going and like let's go get sandwiches I don't know like where's their location who's their demographic I don't see it being a thing and then like also if it's like a WeHo like tap into the gay market well not to stereotype but that's very similar to like your LA girl they're very body conscious they're not eating a lot of carbs yeah I mean I I don't think it I, I don't know I I think it I'm sure it's gonna they're gonna have salads and they're gonna have you know yeah, keto options and things like that and I think they're going for like a feeling like they want to create something like you know there isn't anything like that right now um like I, mean, I tried I, I tried to bring up like-, like I was trying to argue with Chad about this before we recorded and I was like well like what about like the ivy and he's like that's fine dining that's not a sandwich place you know, and, and I was like, okay, well, what about a deli? And he's like, yeah, that's not it either. You know, so yeah, I it'll be it's interesting. Like we need lemonade. You yeah, know that place. Yeah, in, in a Alice in Wonderland setting. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, if they had keto and vegan and vegetarian and more than like one token option, because a lot of the times I don't want that one token option. I don't like soy or whatever. You know what I mean? But, it, yeah, I mean, I loved, like, when Tom Tom, although I think they took it off the menu, when they had that jicama shell for a taco shell. Oh, my God, I loved that. You know, that was the best. So if they do cool, funky things like that to serve this demographic, 
along with your staple classic sandwiches like amped up or girlified I'm sure, yeah i'm sure they will but um yeah it's i it's gonna be interesting and i'm glad they're doing it like i think it's gonna be like again it's another place to stop at you know on our vanderpump tour and it, it'll be interesting to see how those two work together and and their idea you know like right now like we're trying to brainstorm what they're thinking and it'll just be interesting to see like what the the outcome is and who's into it and who's not and and if the boys are jealous you know like it'll be cool yeah and I'm just saying these things not to be negative because I really want it to work and I want to can't wait to go there I just thinking like in Randall's brain Randall's gonna be like He's going to be asking, who's going there? Where is it located? Have you done your research? Have you, who's the clientele? You know, they need to be prepared with these answers and not just be like, um, you know, the kind of the way they were with Lisa. Right. Which is fine. It just leads me to believe that they're not prepared um, to the point where they should be ready to ask for money and investors. I Ex- think they need to be. Exactly. But I, 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 I like that they're showing us this because yeah. I, it's already more interesting than Tom Tom and more interesting than Schwartz and Sandy's because, you know, this is like, I feel like this is like reality where it's like you're sitting with your friend and you're like, let's freaking make a sandwich shop, you know? And I, so I think it's it'll be interesting to see how their pitch flops to Randall, how they end up doing like I don't know. I feel like it's just different than the Tom Tom journey already. You know what I mean? I feel it's exactly like it's so much more interesting and yes. I want to know so much more about it. And like, I'm like I, and I'm rooting for them more than the Toms yes. just because it's like I want like I want to see Katie get something. Like she de- she's an OG. She deserves it. Ariana deserves all the success. Like so I feel yeah. like with the Toms, you know, because it was from Lisa and like they were just they handled it so poorly. Um I wasn't rooting for them as much like I wanted them to I wanted Lisa to be proud of them, but I don't know, it just feels different. Yeah, I'm way more excited. I don't I'm not that interested in the Schwartz and Sandy's journey although we'll support that and obviously we'll go there and give you guys updates I'm just concerned and I have a lot of questions well, and that yeah, I think it, yeah. and the other thing that like really hurts my soul and like I am so guilty like like the the con- the idea that like no one's gonna want to go get a sandwich in LA like that makes me so sad like we should be able to go and like celebrate and eat a sandwich like it is not that <laughs> bad you know but like it's like so like you know if you've ever dieted or done it like it it kind of is like a ooh a sandwich with bread it's like it makes me so sad that that's what we think you know what I mean like okay well a, I'll tell you a good sandwich the- is amazing Back in the heyday when you said you wished you knew me then versus now. Um, just kidding. Yes. Um, we, we came up with a, a slogan that it was just popping at the time. This whole no carb yeah. thing was just like taking off, right? It, it used to be fat free, right? And yes. then it switched over to no carb. So we came up with this thing and we trademarked it and everything. We're going to create a whole line totally different than the mainline business, right? It was going to be more of the slogan t-shirt, put it on your, you know, like juicy couture, yeah. butt and all that kind of thing. Um, and we were like, I kept stressing. I'm like, we have to hurry up and do it now. We'll do it now because it's going to go away. Like it's a fad. It's a thing. Like 
you know, two, three years from now, it's not going to be a thing anymore. So we have to do it now. And just things happened and we just never got it together for <coughs> various reasons. Um, but I, I'm kicking myself because it is still so fucking valid and current right now that this isn't a fad. So way back when, when no carbs, zero carbs, low carbs was a thing, it's not a fad. It's still so relevant today in LA that I'm really mad that we didn't do what we did. And I'm not even going to say it because still in case the copyright or trademark wore off. Because maybe I'll still do it so that in 15 more years I'm not kicking myself. But You should do it. But there are, you know, there are sandwich places there. A lot of famous ones. You mm-hmm. know, there's famous old delis there. You know, Cantor's Jerry's is that famous, oh, that good one in Santa Monica. You know, and then you also got Subway. <laughs> Obviously, people still go. So that was literally one of Chad's arguments that he brought up with Subway, and I was like, "Chad, that is not working." <laughs> but it's true. Wait, where, where's Quiznos now, though? That was a thing back then. Oh my! I I was you know never a car? Quizno fan. I never wanted it. I would go because it was right by my house, and um, but I never had them heated up. Yeah, I do not like a toasted sub. Yuck. Yeah. Then it's a sandwich, and then you want a different. You want like the chicken sandwich, like at Red Robin or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a sandwich, but you know what I mean. Like, yes. Instead of a burger, you get the chicken version of that, or the. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Quiznos has good soup though. And I gotta look up because you know what they still have too that shocked me when I moved to Huntington. There's still a like a couple Boston markets around. Oh my god! I'm gonna tell Chad you brought that. Every time I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you want to get for food? You know, like, uh, you know, when I ask that question, like, I really want him to like answer it with like Chipotle or something that I like. He'd be like, how about Boston Market? And I'm like, Boston Market? Like, what? What are we gonna go get there, Chad? Like a slab of turkey and like stuffing? Like, what do you get there? <laughs> Where are you, Chad? 1999. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, they have all the Thanksgiving stuff. It's yeah, great- <laughs> he always wanted to go there. And I, All right, well, Chad, if you are listening, there is one on Golden West and Warner, and there is one in Costa Mesa on Harbor and Yes, yeah, so he knows where Adams. they are. <laughs> the only two I know outside of, like, New Jersey. For Chad's birthday, we'll, we'll get Boston Market. We'll, we'll celebrate Boston, uh, Boston Market Caterer's birthday. <laughs> That's funny. You guys, Chad is coming to um, Tom's show in L.A., so... I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to celebrate his B-Day there. His birthday, he, he has a January birthday, January 21st, so we're going to celebrate. And we're going to be our most extras. Yes. You will not miss us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. So the name, I mean, to me, it's too much. Someone posted, obviously, they're in the medical field, um, that because there's all their marketing is S-A-H, like saw, you know, something about her, but they're shortening it to S-A-H, and it's a cute little logo and everything, but someone said um, that literally means subarachnoid hemorrhage, a.k.a. a stroke. Yeah, literally bleeding in the brain. That's not good. Yeah. (laughs) You want to associate your meal with that, but okay. I I kept on reading it as, like, stay at home, like, S-A-H, stay at home, like, like, because, like, stay at home mom, you know, is S-A-H-M, and I just, so that was what was popping up for me, like, stay at home, 
Like, don't oh come God, get I the would... sandwich. Stay at home. Have you been, like, online dating or something? Is that... I would never know that acronym. <laughs> uh, I Do don't know. like, W... Wait, what's the... Oh, Yeah. I always have to. I always have to like sit there perplexed and like yeah, look at it and be like, "What is this again?" (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. Chad, Um, I hope you're not listening. (laughs) Yeah, Chad. Yeah, don't listen to this part. So, the name. I. I guess I don't get their concept. Um, I'm open to it. I trust them, but I'm a little worried. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So, um... I think it's a mouthful, too. Um, and it's not, like, catchy. And also... Like, hey, like, do you want to go get something at something about her? Right. Like, that, like that, that doesn't make me hungry. It confuses my, my brain, wondering if it's food or, like, a tea room. Yeah, or, like, um, someone said, I keep thinking, like, and this popped in my head, something about Mary, right? The movie. Yes. And people are like, oh, something about her. Sounds naughty, like a lingerie. And then, or a perfume, like, something about her. And then, like, Charlize Theron is, like, running through a meadow, you know? Um, I and like, then I, I think I, of yeah. the Boston song, which Chad will appreciate. Um, wait. Is it Boston? There was something about her. You know, like, is that more than a feeling and there's something about you the two like big songs um i did like the suggestion in our group that someone said why don't they name it something about them you know and then it's like katie and ariana or it's like the sandwich you know like i the name is a little confusing but and people are like katiana's cafe i mean that's just kind of like we don't need to merge the names i mean i'm gonna say something shocking here which, but I think would work for Katie and Ariana if they theme like theme wise. But like Tamra and Teddy have their podcast, two T's in a pod. Like you know, two P's in a pod. Okay, it's a pod. Yeah, T's and not be like something catchy like that, which would go in theme with a feminine sandwich shop. I just wish it worked for them. Like you know, but something like that. I don't know about something about her. It just I don't know. Like, if I feel like if they do it right, it's going to work. It's going to work, and it's we're going to be like, hey, they pulled it off. You know, I hope that that's what the end result is. You know, again, we don't know exactly what their vision is, but um, I, I hope it works. And, um, and I, I like that I feel like there's, like, a couple of, like, little digs that they've already made. Like, they're like, we're not using our names, which is, like, a dig to the Toms. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, I, I they're just like I like I like how they're blazing their own trail. It's like okay, girls, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like the the not name thing. Yeah. Um. But right, it, well, yeah, 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 we support it. Yeah, we hope it works. Just get it together and show everyone. Okay. Yes. That's all we ask. Yes. So Kyle Chan. Oh my gosh! Yes. So we go to Kyle Chan's, um, who has his studio up in like a little loft area, and um, well, now I definitely don't want to go there. Remember, we were going to go there. It's way too intimate. No, way too. And then if he's going to be there and be like, um, just looking. Yeah, and he'd like look at. He's like the type of person if like everything you're looking at, he would like comment on. You know, like when you can't even like browse. Um, 
Okay, so I am like totally into the like stone that Sheena got. I think that's so cool that they didn't do a diamond, they did something different. Um I I feel again like I don't know. I think it's too big. I mean, it does look like costume jewelry and so that's not something anyone really wants to wear around every day. I think they it would have been I feel bad. I smaller, feel but... I feel bad because I'm sure Brock was just trying to make sure that like she was like super proud of how, you know, yeah. big and nice the ring looked and he was probably overcompensating a little cuz it wasn't a diamond. So he you know, he's like, "Well, I can go bigger cuz it's not a diamond." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I personally think maybe it was like a little I think it would have been really prettier smaller. Yeah, um, I think it takes away. I mean, yeah. she said they talked about that's what they both wanted. So it wasn't like he was just trying to cheap out. Like she wanted a Morganite. She didn't want a diamond. Yeah. And so many people are like, I don't want a diamond. Like I'm more of like, you know, other, other kind of aesthetics than that. Yeah. Um, and if it's going to be a gemstone, it's going to be like an aquamarine or an emerald, but it's not going to, I'm just not, but I mean, I love them. I think so many rings are so beautiful and pretty much everyone I know has a fantastic one, like legit think they're so pretty but it's just not for me but that I mean I really I like stones like that yeah and yeah and like the the reason why it's special to Sheena or special to any woman that's given a ring or a gemstone whatever is it's the person who gives it to them and like that he thought that that would make her happy like that's a beautiful thing um I think that it was that it's just it was really big you know yeah oh yeah I'd be happy like with the my favorite movie, The Thing Called Love. It's River Phoenix's last movie. He literally got it out of the, you know, bubblegum machine. Yeah. Like, love cool. that. If anything, just, like, you could, like, get it so it never, you know, you could put something around it. Like, I don't know what you put around it, gold or something. Like, but in here is the original Cracker Jack ring. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that would be so cool. But, but um, I don't know. I kind of had a hard time... I didn't have a hard time watching this scene, but watching the comments on it, um, it didn't change how I personally felt. Uh, I, people were kind of um, ragging on Brock because he had to use multiple credit cards and things like that. Um, like hashtag relatable. Yes. Um, <laughs> when, like, not to share, sorry, Chad, tune out for this part too. But when Chad got my ring, like he was like working so hard on like, you know, get, you know, getting that credit. Like he had three cards and he was like working on increasing the credit, like each, you know, like it was like a thing. Um, So that kind of hurt my feelings when I saw so many people shit talking that, you know, it's like not everyone is starting off at, you know, uh, this level of being able to just, you know, go in there and, well, I think most people do that, and they they do payment plans or credit yeah, cards. Yeah, and also what he ultimately pays, I think it's pretty pretty standard for. It depends like your kind of your age group and where you're you're at in life. But 10k is not like an exorbitant amount of money for a ring for your average person. Right. I mean, they say three months salary, right? It's the commercial. Like, I you miss know. those commercials. And I'm I'm taking out of the equation of. He should pay for his kids, and of course, of course, he should pay for all of these things before that. But just on average, it wasn't 25k is what their like projected market retail, probably based on like a Rodeo Drive shop. This is he's giving it to them at wholesale cost, and you can see him clearly say, 
four on this, four on this, two on that. That's $10,000. I, if you need me to help tutor Ronnie on our math, clearly I've just proven my skills. Yeah. Um, four, four and two doesn't equal 25. It equals 10. There, I, you know, I'm a little bit of a, um, Matt Damon, you know, that way. I've got a little brilliant I f- mind. I feel like, again, like this is like another way that the producers and editors have kind of spun something a different way than what it was. Had they had presented it that he was paying $10,000 on his, you know, four credit cards, I feel like that would be different than acting like he paid 25000 or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But again, I just, I didn't find this scene to be like so cringy as everybody else did. You know what was cringy was they walk in and I was like, why does he have like a high-end liquor cabinet behind the diamonds? I'm like, it did look nice. It was all lit up and everything. And he's like, should we have some Louis the Fourteenth, which I'm sure is like extremely, you know, like probably $300 a shot kind of drink. Yeah. And then they pan over, they do that, and then Sandoval's drinking a Coors Light out of the can. Like, really? You can't just wait? Or, like, did you have that in your pocket? Like, That's funny. Can you just, like, ask for another shot or maybe, like, a cheaper one? But, like, do we really have to go from this to that? You're kind of... Yeah. Maloney, Maloney in the moment here, Sandy. <sighs> So, yeah, I don't really have much more to say on the the subject. And um, as far as, like, what about paying for his kids? Like, I feel like this was, like, kind of, like, a vulnerable, relatable moment from Brock, too, to show that, like, I don't know, just because you owe money for something, like, doesn't mean that, like, you are... um, you have to like stop living. I don't know. Like I, yeah. I kind of appreciated that they're showing like he's working on paying that off and like he's still living his life. Like you can do both. Like you don't have to completely punish yourself. Like I don't know. I, but I get yeah. what I get. What everybody's saying. Like I, I wish that he could pay that off like first, you know, and then do the other stuff. But I don't know. I just I, think I wonder. In his mind, he can't pay child support or the Australian government with a credit card. But what he can do is take his paycheck when he finally gets it from mm-hmm. production and pay it off. And I think that's what he's planning on doing. And so in the meantime, he can do this on credit. And then as soon as he cashes that check, I mean, if he doesn't pay it off and spends it on his wedding, then you know what? That will just show true colors and we'll just see. But if that's what I'm gathering is the plan that makes sense because cash she needs cash to pay for that they're not they don't take Amex you know I'm sure you know we've all tried to <laughs> pay our taxes with a credit card it doesn't work for me but if you if you have any tips <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know um yeah I don't know I, again like TBD it's hard to it's not for it's just it's not for us to judge I I don't know like I I personally would have never gone on television with this many red flags in my back pocket, but Brock did. So here we are. And it's a dangerous, slippery slope because, I mean, I remember going down this with Julia. I can say that she's not listening anymore because she, I, oh I sent you that I, email. Right? Yes, I was dying. <laughs> she's like, how do you listen to podcasts? 
while you're cleaning your house. And I'm like, okay, I'm just not even going to embarrass her with what I, how I answered, but okay, ma'am. <laughs> but she was going through a divorce and it was like a bad divorce and she was broke as shit. And I had lent her some money and blah, blah, blah. And then we were in Venice beach and she bought herself a, Ed Hardy was real big at the time. An Ed Hardy bikini it was like $75. And I'm like, fucking kidding me <laughs> like yeah you owe money and you're right in front of me you're buying a 75 dollars bikini which was a lot at the time yeah and I'm like, you don't fucking need this old navy is it's they're like 12 dollars yeah and but you can't you have to suck it up in that moment and not be like you should be doing this with your money or that money or what happened to i thought you were getting you know what i mean like it's a real slippery slope and yes second you start playing like um what, what do they call it like armchair quarterback or Monday morning quarterback you're just going to create problems with your relationships and friendships and judgments and I mean yes you all us all we're just these are people we don't know we're watching on TV so we can judge away uh, but at the end of the day they are still human living relatable lives and we can cast stones and judgments but also we also have to just wait and, and allow themselves to correct the, their behavior and actions and let, show us that they're making progress and that's all we can hope for. Yeah. And yeah, cuz I've been guilty of that. Like I shouldn't have bought that fucking $8 cheese. I should have paid off my credit card interest. Totally. And like the and those are and that and it's like I don't know, to have to be under like public scrutiny for making choices like that. Like I I could not handle that. And yeah. So at all. Like I I'm trying to give Brock the benefit of the doubt, but it just keeps coming up and keeps happening. And and then I think of Sheena, and Sheena's like the worst person to be to have that type of person. Or I don't know. I'm just I'm nervous. Well, she got her prenup, so we can all take a breath. Yeah, that's and, good. And you know, she probably wouldn't be paying for the San Diego place without him in her life, but she would be paying for Palm Springs in LA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, let her make her choices. She's been down this path. She's, you know, she knows she's famous for spending all this money on men. I think she's learning. Um, it's still, it's still the heart of who she is. So she's still going to do it. I still do it. I still do dumb shit like that when I shouldn't. And I know better. And you still do it. Mm-hmm. It's a hard habit to break. Yeah. So. Oh, yay. My charger's going. It's, it's crackling, but it's going. We're just about to die. Okay, so... Oh, we're almost over. So no, no, no. I, I, we're saved, though. Okay, so next up we have the gang all getting ready to go over to Schwartz and Sandy's. Everybody's getting ready, and... Um, now, I was thinking maybe you and I should be wearing friendship bracelets and maybe Ronnie could make them for us and for all the pumpers. Oh my God. So she saw that scene and was like, Oh my gosh. Like I just got it. Yeah. She wanted to. And I was like, Oh my God, Ronnie, they're literally doing something that you do. And you're seven. (laughs) See, you passed on the genes of how genius you were at seven. We already had our restaurants planned. We probably had more of a business plan than, well, you know, I wish I could find that report so bad, dude. I wish I could find it. I'm, I, I I might just do it again. Yeah, I think you should. Should we, open, you know that is, sh- should we open a sandwich shop? 
I mean, I don't want to burst your bubble, but you know that is a thing now. But, you know, because that's my favorite food is peanut butter, right? Yeah. Like, I bought, like, blue, like, my fucking shit when I was at airport. I think it was, like, Detroit. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is that? It was like PB&J. It was like a whole, like, chain restaurant. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I saw another one. I was like, this is my dream come true. And then you told me that was your plan when you were, like, seven. I'm like, genius. Yeah, it's... But, you know, I don't know how they're doing, so we could just revamp it. Yeah. I feel like I'm not we... really down with my theme anymore, although I could do an excellent menu with my theme, but it's it's too... No, it's it's too dated and kitschy. You remember the hotels with the theme rooms? Yeah. That was my restaurant, so I would be too embarrassed to do that now. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, like, one was going to be a 50s diner with everyone on roller skates and, like, you know, like the drive-in trays, and it would have like '50s diner American food, and then one would be Italian, and it would be all like, you know, like Dorit's Capri room, and then one would be like, you know, Mexican, and yeah, it was like whichever you want. Which room do you want? <laughs> I like that. Well, fun for kids. Yeah, that's cool. Anyways. Yeah, the friendship bracelet, um, cute. Uh, they're matching sweaters in the confessional. Like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Um, so they, everybody comes in. And they're like, here's a welcome cocktail. And they're like, oh, no, I don't like these cups. But they, they went with it. And it looked good once they got the drinks made, I thought. I'm sure that was, yeah, production safety issue. Yeah. Sure. You know, um, did, I, did you notice all the alcohol behind the bar, like, on the shelves? Yeah. Like, has that just been sitting there for two years unoccupied? Like, I hope they're going to throw that out. Like, they're not going to use that same alcohol when they open, are they? They might. I don't know. But they're going to be doing construction. It's going to get all, like... <laughs> There's, like, sawdust on. and, like... <coughs> yeah. Gross. And anytime... I know alcohol is alcohol, but I throw shit away all the time that's been sitting there. Because, like, if it's been open, it, like, eventually... It loses its gusto, for sure. It, yeah, and then it's crusty around the cap or, you know what I mean? Like, no, you got to throw that shit out every now and then. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, my mother has had like a jug of Canadian clubs since 1978 in her pantry. It's like, yeah, no, no, thank you. Oh my gosh, I was watching a TikTok about um, like people, you know, were home for Christmas and they were going through their parents' pantry and like everyone was like pulling out the oldest shit they could find. You know, it was like dated like you know 2001 and stuff like expired in 2001 um they had like the old spices like the paprika but oh, in like the little metal tin you know oh yeah my mom has all of those the red and white yeah. yes oh my yeah it was um, hilarious that's the only thing i haven't touched although i use my own spices when i go home but literally that is my job every time i go home i clean everything out so now there's really not anything expired. I was quite impressed because even like I checked some salad dressings and I was like, oh, wow, what a pleasant surprise as I still throw it in the trash. And they're like, what? I'm like, it's only November 21. I'm like, that's fantastic. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> like, and my mom's like, that's just the suggested sell update. Oh, it's still good. You know, she'll if it and then her big thing is. Well, it hasn't been open like literally in the pantry for years. I would throw out like canned or jarred things that said 2008 and she's like well it hasn't been opened so it's fine I'm like it's not fine and also that that shit lasts like 5-10 years so that shit was made in like the 90s yeah 
No, it's going in the trash. I remember like my first experience with that was over at, um, we were living in downtown LA and we were broke, broke, broke. And so we were over at Chad's grandma's house and he's like, go see like what my grandma has. Like, let's just take something from her pantry, you know, and like take it home. And there was like a mac and cheese box. So I'm like, cool, we can do mac and cheese, you know, whatever. So like I, we get home to LA, like I boil some water. I throw the freaking pasta in there and it was like the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life with like little bugs. Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't, I can barely, like, I, like, I can't even really eat mac and cheese out of the box like that because of that experience. Bugs, that happened to Michaela was years ago. She opened a box of Cheerios at my mom's house and moths flew out of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, so we check everything every time I'm home. So there's like, the only thing I would say is, yeah, she's got some fucking spices, man. That It's hard to tell because there's so many of them. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go with this one in the jar that it, at least was made, I could tell, made in the last decade. <laughs> I'm going to skip the little red and white metal canister. I like them. I like the little metal canisters, though. Like, I, I, I kind of liked that shape. They're, yeah, they're cute, but they, I just know that's the old shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then especially with, like, you know, maybe something like salt or something, but, like, like the herbs and everything. I'm yeah, like, that's got to yeah. go bad. And it, or it just does nothing. I'm like, yeah. really? That's what you're gonna use? <laughs> like, yeah. I love like at my town store, and they're like, they don't have basil, and I'm like, uh, Michaela was trying to make like the caprese thing, and I'm like, they don't have fucking basil. Like that's so so basic, you yeah. know? And they're like, oh yeah, we do. It's over there on the shelf. You just spray like you gotta sprinkle dried basil on caprese. <laughs> yeah. What? Like oh, I think we got some in the tube over there too. So she got the tube stuff. I'm like, it was good you know like pesto and stuff but it's like it's not that hard that's like hilarious. they just got avocados i swear a couple years ago <laughs> very difficult anyways all right so at least okay okay yeah so basically everybody arrives and you know ken and lisa are just like mortified Mostly, I feel like kind of like the same comments that you and I made. Like, you couldn't have put some shit off to the side and like cleared some tables to make it look a little bit more presentable. And then I love that Lisa pops off and she's like, You didn't see when we did our little, you know, soft opening dildos from yeah. our space. And it's true, you didn't. And clearly, like the camera and the editing were super shady because they like. Lisa and Ken walk in and they pan to like a dead roach on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all the like, the, just the dirt and the messiness. And then she's like, oh, Schmutzy's behind the ball. Are you having a panic attack? Like yeah. the shade is real. And yes. That's when I'm here for Lisa and Ken on this show. When they come in like this or they come in like the two judges on the Muppets up on the balcony as they were doing their whispering to each other. She's like, oh, it's going to take them a lot longer. I don't think it's worth it. He's like, oh, they're going to lose a lot of money. Like, but see, I love that. Yeah, shirky. but I do too. But this is where I'm like a little disappointed in the Toms because it's like, I want it, I want them to show them that they are growing, that they have learned that they can do this on their own, that they don't need her. They're, they can be successful. They can make like awesome choices without her. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I just felt so disappointed that, 
that's what they were coming to see. I mean, so maybe yeah. maybe that's why they invited them because when they invite them back for the opening, it's going to be so spectacular and we're all going to, you know, just be like, wow, Schwartz and Sandys, here, here. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, me know, too, I'm me too. Can't wait to go. And I know he said, well, he said January. Now he's on to March. And like I said last week, I just don't see it before May. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do a drive-by next weekend and, and go see. Yeah. Um, so, basically, they're just kind of like, again, we already talked about Sheena telling Lisa, yeah, we got a prenup, and then they do the little confessional of Brock and okay, Sheena. Okay, this was rough. Yeah. This was, was. This was... Oh, my gosh. I... I don't even know how to describe how I'm feeling anymore. Like, I had a bad feeling about Brock from day one, and it hasn't left me. But I try not to go on and on about that because she's with him. You know, it's like that's – she loves him. She has a baby with him. That's it. Well, that's where it's hard to go there because they have a baby. And, you know, you just don't want to get too – too negative you know no no but at the same time like I feel like protective over Sheena as well and I I'm like just I don't know like I I guess I'm comforted by the fact that Sheena says that by the end of this like they feel better at the end of the season so that makes me gives me like some hope that there's some something happens where we're gonna be put at ease a little bit so I'm, I'm looking forward to that um, but this confessional, so basically they're talking to Ken and they're talking to Lisa that saying that they got a prenup and she's telling, she's like, oh, you know, like, you know, and she's like, I'm okay with it. Like he keeps the motorcycle and I get 7% of homebody because I love the number seven. And, and then a great, great business decision. Yeah. Business reason. Awesome. Like why not do 77 or something? <laughs> seven, seven, seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 17, 27. I like three, but I'd go like the James Rowe and be like three, 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 three. <laughs> yeah. 33. Like that's a little better. It's not half, but you're up there. Um, so okay yeah so then it's like the confessional and like they're sitting there and she's like well she's like well she helped me a little bit well you know start the business and and she's like well I helped more than that um and then he's like but I paid you back for all of it she's like yeah yeah well I mean not all of it but yeah he's like yes all of it she's like well he's like oh 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 the 3k yep 3k well I mean no it's more like 10 but like she was trying to like move on and brush it but like still get her point like Technically, it's over ten, and then he just loses it. And like, like, is he tearing up? Or he's like, "Great, no, I'm asking for handouts and taking money from my missus." And oof, that was now, hard. I didn't. What I didn't like about that was, I was happy that Sheena stood up for herself and said like the true. Like, I'm glad that she didn't just like smile as he was saying like a false number. Yeah. Um, but then it wasn't passive aggressive she was just being truthful but trying to be soft about it but yeah i I mean i feel like she deserves i'm happy that she said that because she's worked for her money and like if she gave that to him then like awesome get your credit girl you know what i mean like i was like happy that she stood up for herself in that way but when he like immediately went to like 
tearing up like that it just was like a little manipulative yeah uh, yeah it just felt like i just wonder what he does like when we aren't watching you know when he's not being filmed like you know where he's like i i wish i could order some more homebody sweatshirts but you know i don't have the money but uh, you know i'm I, I don't know i just want like does he manipulate her behind the scenes you know a little gaslighting yes gaslighting like i i, I like became an expert in that while I had my blinders on, but it reminded me of this one time this person, as Lala says, who we shall not name, they end up getting, like, a new work schedule, like, fr- or whatever it was, Friday's off, or Friday afternoon's off. I'm like, oh my god, that's so awesome. You get to have long weekends. I'm like, oh, this really opens up opportunities for, like, longer weekend trips, you know, fun things to do. And, uh, it, then it was turned on me, like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, uh, that's never a good question. Like, why do you always make this about you? I'm like, what? Me saying I wanted to take you on a trip is about me. Okay. Well, yeah, love. spending spending extra time <laughs> and like doing like tr- like going to see new places. Like that's making it about you. That's horrible. Yeah, like I've already seen all these places and I've already been everywhere. I'm. You're like, looking to share that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like too much like Sheena that way, but it's like the gaslighting, it's just a little thing. So I felt that when he, he's well, like, it's oh, like, great. Now he got the pity party going. So now she feels bad. You know, exactly. You know, she was like, yeah, like, no, no, honey, I didn't mean it like that. And now she's the wrongdoer when she never should have been. It's like snuffing out that spirit. And like, that's what, like, I worry about, like, that's what everyone, that's like in, yeah. a, in a lot of the arguments that I see where people are talking about Sheena if they like her or not um you know one of the things is that she's like super um optimistic and like giving and kind and this and like and I feel like no we don't want to put that out you know what I mean like let's I don't and that's what I'm worried about that that's what I'm worried about and that's such a good part of hers that she's so giving and supportive and believes in who she's with and friends with family with she's very loyal and she'll give everything like we know Sheena she's not shopping on Rodea Drive she's always been very modest and frugal and smart with her money when Mm -hmm. it comes to herself when it comes to other people and men she she'll buy the world for them and so you hate you don't want her taken advantage of but you also don't want her so burned where that spirit is snuffed out and she becomes bitter and cynical and um you know so it's like I feel that same way it's like wait you still want to be this person but wait no you don't well wait it's like I you don't want to burn her her fire out but you also want her to reel it in a bit and just be smart and I feel really good with this prenup thing you know? yeah I mean it helps it helps <laughs> and seven percent so I mean 10k is nothing um, and she has 7%. 7% might be nothing. If she's not investing anymore and gets 7%, that's great. She can wash her hands of 10K. It's not the end of the world for her. I'm yeah. not saying that generally speaking to everybody. 10K is a lot of money. I know that. I'm saying at I'm... the end of the day, as Rob would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, like, I, I feel like that 7% speaks so much to who Sheena is. Like, that she has probably given a lot more money than that, and she's only asking for 7% of it back. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. she's looking for him to be successful on his own. And I think that 
anytime I hear her talk about him on the podcast, on the show, whatever she's doing, she very much, you know, is supporting him and trying to have his dreams start working for him too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I feel like he's, he's just trying to make it work and she hopes it works too. Yeah. I mean, he has limited time and opportunities and he's really under the gun to make it work financially for himself but also to prove everyone Mm -hmm. and also to regain his life with his children so he's got a lot on the line and you know I I keep hearing over and over again like people harping on it's not like Australia's a third world country he didn't have to come here to make a better life he came here to play football which is totally different than Australia so there was a reason a rhyme and reason and then as he established himself to a certain degree here that's where he made connections so I understand why he came here and why he's still here I'm not forgiving anything with the family and obviously he's owning it it's it's beyond cringy um I feel I don't know I I criticize that a little bit I think he had an opportunity he it didn't work out the way he wanted to and he could have gone back and he didn't yeah, that's true. That's true. But again, like that's not that's my choice. choice to make, you know, but I, I do feel like that choice, like it didn't work out and he made the choice to stay when his family went back. Yeah. But. No, um, no that's 100%. That's something he has to live with. Yeah. Um, on that note, he is playing rugby for San Diego Legion. So I am going to go to a game. It turns out um, our friends have like season tickets. So no uh, way. We should come down we should go cool and be interesting yeah if not i'll do it but okay then it ends with brock and james okay so uh, i had a hard time with this scene i i felt like it went to like zero to 60 real quick um yeah. And, for no reason. And the yelling seemed, like, super excessive, like, in that, like, space where it was just them. Like, it seemed very overproduced and just, like, I don't yeah. know. It, it's like it's like when they fought about something else earlier in the season, who, and not even between these two, but just, like, where it's, like, re- really? This is well, Yeah, doing? it was over nothing. It was Brock trying to be supportive. James took it the wrong way. And then he was like, hey, man, just don't talk to people like that he was still handling it really well and then james was like yeah and then just went off like calling you know boo, 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 making fun of him telling him to read the okay. dictionary like that was really funny though it was funny but <laughs> james is just like lala they go low so quickly yes yes and then they're the victims and it's like you like brock handled his shit calmly he did he wasn't even trying to start shit he was just saying hey mate you don't have to make excuses just you know this happened you're stressed out you you needed it it's fine so yeah you don't have to say it's because this girl at sir got covid or because of that like but he james just blew up and it was just so over the top that that's where there is an issue it's like oh you're a little over defensive here and yes and then he went so low so fast that it was so cringy and i, I know brock's supposed to be the cringy one here and yes while james is funny it's just like you're making fun of you know and it was just kind of like I don't know kicking a little pony while it's just like you're dumb you don't even know words and Brock's like 
I know I don't have a very good educational background. Like, it was kind of sad a little bit. It was. It was. Um, yeah, it was like, I, I feel like... I feel like production and everybody probably really praises James just like they did Lala too, like that they love when they go off like that. And it gives like incredible sound bites, you know, like watching that scene, like you chuckle, you know, even though it was really mean to say to Brock, like it was a funny scene, but like, but yeah, once it's over and like you really take a step back, it's like, like, like it was different. So like when Ariana did that with Lala, like, that was funny, and because they were both being snarky and bitchy, James just came out of the blue. He was like, ooh, 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 "Well, I also it also was like borderline not funny because he was kind of imitating, you know, someone who maybe has like a disability or something, yes. and that's that's like that's not f- what Ariana did was very different than like she was like imitating someone talking with like yes. you know like and talking their what, head off, and that's the vibe I got that yes. James would be that person." making fun of will be like oh look at you on the short bus or something yeah and you saw everybody like you could tell that that everybody got that vibe from it you know because it was like one of those things where you're like ooh, and everyone kind of looks away like uh and yeah it was (laughs) but (sighs) yeah again like I feel like maybe it would have worked better in like a, a, a more serious situation or something that was funny but it's like you're, we're reacting because Brock came over and brought something up to him. Like this is this is the reaction we're getting. It it just it's like yeah. flipping a table when nothing's happening. It's like you can't just like do something that like was you know iconic in reality TV and expect it to work in like every scene. Yeah, like James is doing kind of like what the Toms were doing when they were doing their little shroom brainstorming. Exactly. Like, Here's what we think camera they want to see like they're making it happen instead of just letting the cameras follow them and catch what happens yeah yeah like again like the raising of the voice in that space like and how everyone just kind of like what like they're like okay here's the scene like it it just felt like yucky I didn't like it James is so aware of his little sound bites because he's like a child like I was accused by my sister of oh they would laugh at me I would say something funny when I was little and I think most kids do this. So they keep saying it over and over. Thinking yeah. It's, oh. And so James does that. He is like a little kid. Like when people laugh or clap or he's like, oh, I'm going to do this more than more than. It's like, no, it was funny because it was in the moment yes. and fresh and real. Yes, yes. Wasn't like, oh, I better have something funny like that. Like even the American accent thing, which is awesome. Hot dog. Then he started breaking it out all the time. And it's like, well, it's not as funny now. Because now you're trying yeah. to do it. Yeah, you know? I totally agree. And I feel like the only thing that really saved this scene like, was the coming previews for next week. Because it just kind of like swooped into like continuing the drama and seeing that like we're getting a ton next week. So it was like I, I was left kind of like, oh, gosh, like what's happening? And then it was like the previews. And I was like, OK, I'm in. I'm in. Like this was a good episode. Yeah, I'm going to lose my shit if Ariana, like, blew off a legit meeting. Like, that is, like, exactly what I'm talking about with, like, they're not being uh, having a professional plan and honoring. It looks like that's going to happen. And I, I, yeah, and I, no, I, I am, can't. we're rooting for you guys. Like, please, 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 please. Like, I, I hope that it's, like, a really good reason. That... And, and, you know, I'm a Randall fan, but I appreciated him. He's like, 
I got better things to be doing, and he starts his timer. I appreciate that because that is real fucking world. Yes. <coughs> and not like, yeah, Ariana, you got something important to do as well, but you either knew about this, so you could have scheduled either one around it just and poor katie we'll like see. how horrible would that be like yeah so i'm yeah. i'm i'm into the fact that we're doing this this season along with the james and raquel engagement along with the sheena and brock story i think we've got some good content coming up yeah because we still have so next week they're still here so they don't even go to solving yet and do yeah. the the country club they haven't gone to the winery so we at least we have a few episodes to get yeah all right. So, yeah, uh, overall, this was like, this is, was a great episode. Left me with I, a great feeling. I'm happy I didn't have to cough really at all. I sound a little stuffed up right now. That's the end of the night talking. And uh, Yeah. But it worked out. But definitely last night I was whew, yeah. so tired. And For shizzle. Warm, but I'm on the, I'm on the final stretch. Just, so, Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back again. And let us know about um, January 15th, and we'll do a poll in the group. All right, and everyone should have gotten their stuff, except for Carly Guzman. I'm sending your brand-new sweatshirt tomorrow. So there you go. Yay. All right. Okay, bye. bye.